Hello there, and welcome to Zero XP. We are a podcast and YouTube looking to celebrate fandom one game or one game series at a time. I'm Patrick, and I'm here with my co-host, who was the only child to ever be abducted by Hobbs and returned back to his family because they didn't want him, John. Hi. On today's episode, we're going to speculate where the new fable will fall in the timeline, if at all, as well as MMO rumors and what kind of MMO features we'd like to see in the game. So before we get too into the rumors, um, I think it's important we're going to discuss just a little bit about what we saw and noticed in the trailer as it gives you, you know, there are some things that seem familiar, but there's a lot of things all over the place that makes it hard to determine a timeline. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there was a whole lot there. I mean, really to go off of it wasn't in game engine. So, I mean, even that if they could wake up next week and decide that everything you saw in the trailer was just washed away yeah if they wanted to i mean it could have just been condensed down so you could see more too yeah that too um i mean you know it it's heavily implied that obviously we're looking at Bowerstone or um i mean i'd be really shocked if that's not castle fairfax yeah. just because I mean, the you know the uh, the tower with the bridge going yeah. to it is so, so, like, just strong of a feature of that city. A lot of people are convinced that it's not at all because it looks different, but that could be a few different things. Some we'll talk about later, but it could just be a difference in the way that Playground designs it. Absolutely. Too. Could just come down to interpretation. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Then you see a what appears to be a dead hero that's been gone for a while, and it's interesting because it makes you wonder if they're trying to say that heroes are gone for the most part or if that's just happens to be one dead hero or yeah I what mean, exactly again this is where speculation comes into play i think the guild seal was definitely deliberate it kind of makes me think that it is some sort of continuation like a soft reboot but it's not directly directly on top of the other games yeah. um but also with the skull and the bones there so since there's there's not really growth on top of them it, it i mean you could kind of read that as maybe this person died you know within the last couple of years it's hard to say i mean it's a magical world it could not mean anything at all that's the thing that's the hard part with a trailer like this especially but, when you're dissecting it so much exactly um but I, I do think that they were really i think the main point they were trying to say is look you're going to get a lot of the fable that you're used to but also be prepared for a little bit of new too yeah i think it's interesting to note that the the narrator did say heroes and villains maybe i'm reading too much into that but it makes it sound like there's heroes not just one, and villains. Well, didn't he say that it was filled with tales of those heroes? So that would imply yeah. in the past. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's hard to say. It's yeah. hard to know. Yeah, it's hard to know what they were wanting us to get from that. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I mean, I know the things that I want, but that's not necessarily the things that we're going to get. So yeah, and we'll, we'll just have to see. There are actually two spots, uh, one to the left and another one to the right that people have speculated might be the Heroes Guild. Um Oh, the it's, two larger buildings. Yeah, it's a little bit harder to tell. I, I tend to be maybe on the right, even though it's uphill where the Heroes Guild was normally downhill. Uh, see, I I don't think either of those are the Heroes Guild that we knew. Yeah. They may be a rebuilt one, yeah. but I don't think it's the one that we knew. We'll say, we'll, we'll get into that later. Yeah. Yeah. And another part that is a bit confusing on the trailer is it seems like it definitely takes place based on seeing Fairfax Castle 
if if it is connected to the previous ones, this could all be wiped away by a reboot. But we see a world that I feel like is more magical than Fable 1, but also obviously takes place after if it does take place in the timeline. Hmm. I don't know if I'd say that it's more magical, but maybe just more... It could also be engine things. A different way. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, it seems like there's more mushrooms and more... I mean, you see fairies and different things. Yeah, and that could just be a different artistic interpretation of it. Um, I mean, do we want to go ahead and just get into it? Do you want to talk about where you think it falls? I mean, we've already done that in in previous episodes, but on this one, we're going to elaborate quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, we're going to go a little bit more in depth on certain details. Yeah, let's get into it. So... What do you think? I mean, go ahead and, and <laughs> you can uh, go back to your buzzword. Are you still on the theory of the betwinkwall? Well, see, the thing is, is I think it's a reboot. I just think it is, and they're, they're going to incorporate other elements. But if it is, but if it is, it's definitely a hashtag betwinkwall. See, I, I actually don't think it is, personally. Yeah. Um, I... And, and you could be right. I mean, it would make a lot of sense. There's a big time gap there. But I also, I don't really, I, I, okay, I don't think it is, but I think that's because I don't want it to be. If if they're going to do it, I, it's kind of the, I, I go to Star Wars on this show probably more than I should. But it's the thing of, you know, we know what happened between episode one and now episode nine. Let's just get away from that. Either go way before it or go way after. And I kind of feel the same way about Fable. I think that's why we're both fans of the reboot idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, I've, I've got some speculation on how they could reboot it. I don't know if we want to get into that yet um, or if we still kind of want to talk about where it could fall. But I kind of think that if it is going to be attached to the same timeline, if it is going to be attached to the main games, I actually kind of think it may take place after everything. Yep. I'll be interested to hear that. Yeah. So let's just start there. Let's start with uh, if it is going to take place in the actual Fable timeline, be it before, during, or after uh, Patrick, you, the reason we call it a b- betwinkle is because it's, he speculates that it's going to be between the lost chapters and that, uh, and fable two in that 500 year gap. Uh, so if that were to take place, Patrick, what do you think, what do you think the appeal of that would be? I mean, there's 500 years that they could use to make multiple sequels, but also it's a way that they could incorporate fable one and, the things that people liked, like the Heroes Guild, because I, I can't remember off the top of my head if we have an exact time when the Heroes Guild fell. I guess we do, but they could, you know, use some of that, and then also use some of the things we love from Fable too, like Castle Fairfax. So they they could blend architecture mm-hmm. together in a way that really makes it home for fans of both games and I, I agree with that i think that that's kind of where my mind goes is you'd get a little bit of the best of both if you wanted to yeah. um and we do know and, and there's there's a lot of story that could be told there i mean if they wanted to they could tell kind of right up to when the the guild finally fell um because the thing that you'd have to watch is you don't want to do too much crossover with the lost chapters because it took place so far back and you know people have a certain reverence for those characters but at the same time you could bring them in as incredibly old 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 heroes that are still hanging on or read about what happened to them after the fact 
uh, leading in there. Um, again, and it's not you my can still keep around Teresa. Yeah, it's it's not my favorite idea for it, but um, I do see where there would be a lot of wiggle room, especially yeah. if they wanted to do multiple well, games. It would be interesting that you would get a bit of nostalgia for both games as well as a new story. Yeah, that that could be a lot of fun. Yeah, it could. I just uh, I think, like I said, I want I want the blank slate personally, but I do think that if they are going to put it within the timeline, that's definitely the time to do it. Yeah. Um, I kind of so I'll, I'll touch on my if, if it's going to take place. I think it's after everything. Um. Just because the buildings do seem a little bit more modern, at least in that the trailer, um, yeah. maybe Victorian age. But I don't know. I don't know how much you want to carry forward with you if you're going to do that, because there was a lot of the steampunk elements that came into place with Fable Three. Not a very magical universe. Exactly. So the fact that they have magic within this makes me question: with maybe they jump forward in time and something caused magic to reappear, or maybe we're seeing the beginning stages of magic coming back into the world, yeah. and by the end of the game, it'll be full force. I mean, that would also be a possibility. But it's. Based off the trade, I think that's the the biggest question people want to know is where does it fall? I think we all kind of agree that it's going to be a soft reboot. I would be really surprised if we have any connections beyond maybe towns yeah. and the fact that, you know, we're in Albion, assuming Certain we're in Albion. structures. Yes, yeah. And that could be really cool if they play around with that. If they played with, you know, you do see something from one of the old games and it is just torn down, broken, and it's mm-hmm. this relic of the past, but you can still recognize it to yeah. an extent. Yeah. So there's a ton of different ways that we could reboot the game, or that they could reboot the game, not us, but that I kind of, I love playing around with the speculation of how you would reboot it if you were going to reboot it, Yeah. or even if it's just a soft reboot, which kind of is where my mind tends to go, because there are those um, benchmarks and tent poles, like yeah. the, well, and, and the symbolism of the guild seal at the there's beginning of the There's definitely familiarity. Yes, yeah. And so, I mean, I think if I were going to do it personally... I would rather them just flat out do a reboot of the world. Like, we don't know anything about it going into it. Like, there's no history that they have to carry that it's like, yes, you're going to see elements that you're familiar with and things that you, you know, definitely know and feel like are fable. But at the same time, there's nothing to tie them either frontwards or backwards in the storyline. I agree with that because I think it's a good way for Playground to maybe borrow some things but still make it their own without alienating the history of yeah. fable where they can just go okay uh we're not gonna because there was that comet rumor where they just destroy the previous world yes uh which i mean you can easily find you may have already heard but uh, you know i don't like that idea because to me it just destroys the past where i think with a fresh reboot you could say this is this was Lionhead story it's canon to itself yeah. it works uh we love it or whatever but this is our story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind of give them their own, just, you know, carte blanche to do what they want. Yep. I think that that's probably the best way to do it. Safest, for sure. Yeah. But I've also, I like to play around with the fiction of Fable because I do love those characters, and I do love the story, and I do love the world that they built. And uh, one of the things that crossed my mind is, if you're familiar with the Legend of Zelda timeline and how wonky and jacked up it is... Uh, a good way to launch that off if we are looking at Bowerstone and it does look different but you want to tell a different story would be to if you look at Fable the Lost Chapters and there's the decision that you have to make whether you either kill Teresa 
or, you know, decide to let her live and you kill Jack and you push him back into the void or whatever. I think that would be the perfect point to split a timeline off, maybe. Yeah. So it's like in the version that we got, let's say Lion Heads, I think it was loosely, I guess, interpreted that the canon was that the hero did the right thing and he yeah. let Teresa live because obviously she she's was still there. around. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, this could be the world that spun off because he didn't. Yeah. Uh, and I think that could actually be kind of neat because then we could see what the world was like without Teresa kind of pulling the strings as we go along. Which, I mean, it looked pretty, so I don't know. It might have been a better deal, but um, I, I think an alternate to that It could would be, be really pretty, but we don't know what's really going on. Exactly, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. There's so many things that they could do with that if they wanted to say, hey, everything that happened in the games before happened, Yeah. but this also happened. Yeah, completely I guess different. I'm just not a big alternate timeline fan. See, I love that stuff, but that that's me. Unless I, it's I, community. Oh, yeah. well, see, I like I liked Lost. I liked, you know, I mean, just, just things along those lines where yeah. it's a what if. And I love Zelda, uh, you know, and, and not to crib too much from that franchise, but it'd just be a way to reboot it, but still, you know, do their own thing without yeah. really treading too much ground over but that's one idea. My other idea, personally, is it's more of this would actually be a direct sequel to Fable 4, but it would still allow them to do whatever they wanted. Yep. In which, well, I guess it wouldn't be a sequel to Fable 4. It'd be a Fable to <laughs> Fable to, the, journey, the Journey, which uh, probably people are going to be less familiar with yeah. um, just because it was tied to Connect. That game, you know... If they were to release a VR headset, it would be neat to see if they could retool yeah. that game as that, a VR that game, game. Really seemed like it was made to be VR. Yeah. Plus, I mean, the tech works so much better now. It was a pretty game. It just it's being tied to Connect was very hard. Yeah it, yeah, it made it very difficult. It seems like if you're not punching and kicking the with the original Connect, it doesn't understand much more. Yeah, you had to have the right light and the right room and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But all of that aside. Uh, at the end of that, the second spire that was built, um, kind of under Teresa's manipulation and things of that nature, we know that it was destroyed. I think if they wanted to, it would make a lot of sense that they could say, okay, cool, all that stuff happened, but when the spire was destroyed, obviously we don't know what happened after that. Yeah. Because the next game was going to be Fable Legends, which was a prequel to everything. Mm-hmm. So if they wanted to say that it, it basically it destroyed the land, destroyed everybody, and, you know blasted magic back into the world and these are the pieces that were picked up after the fact they could do that and yeah. still not have to really tie into any of the story stuff i think it would just be kind of neat if it was implied yeah and say if like gabriel did appear but he was this super super old guy so you know it's been a lot of time but maybe technology is still further back from where it was in fable 3 yeah further back but i guess with all the uh more information they wrote down it could have been a lot of things could have been rebuilt faster. Uh, just a heads up, this is probably the main reason why we made this video is John brought it up and I thought it was interesting because in the Fable of the Lost Chapters, you see a lot of the old kingdom relics and, or you know, architecture, but it's all destroyed. Yes. I guess this could almost be the idea of what if everything was destroyed, but or a lot of things were destroyed, not completely which would explain why Castle Fairfax looks different. Maybe it was mm -hmm. still there, but they are, it was 
destroyed to an extent but not fully so they rebuilt it sure. with a different look but what if instead of uh just leaving the past in the past they decided to take what they knew the survivors and rebuild it in a different way rather than just leaving it in crumbles sure yeah but i think you could also it's kind of like we mentioned earlier it would be neat to see some of those things like maybe that you go to where bloodstone was and it's a completely different town now and while the old bloodstone was this kind of decrepit kind of uh sinful debaucherous place that you know it's now it is a port town and it's great and it's thriving and um maybe we don't get the industrial side of things but maybe they've learned to use will and magic to do other things in the world so it's replaced technology to kind of bring that back yeah i always thought that was a way that they could do industrial but not make it feel industrial yeah (laughs) is uh, is having part of the world like the real world i i think it'd be interesting if you because in the fable series uh will magic whatever you want to call it is so combat based yes i would love to see where maybe there's some people that are that just don't use combat they figure out other ways to use their will exactly yeah i mean like say it's it's like putting batteries into something or like yeah or like an like an entertainer who's making these really cool objects with their will exactly yeah yeah. i think that would be great um you know Mm. and that's i mean (laughs) Definitely, I would say most likely not going to be the case, but it would be something that could yeah. be done. Heroes working nine to five. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not part of the guild. Not everybody's adventuring off, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, I think that could actually be really good. Uh, and again, this is just kind of our fun speculating. So to that regard, we would love to hear your speculation on it, whether it's on Twitter, our email, through YouTube comments, whatever. Um I definitely, I would love to hear different takes on it because we're obviously, we're in the same bubble. So we're stuck with the thoughts that we come up between the two of us. So I'm sure there are so many other ways that, you know, it could be rebooted, that it could be soft booted, that it could just be a continuation of things. And I'd love to hear the different ideas that people have just because Mm -hmm. you never know what you're going to hear that you're, it's going to completely change your mind and go, oh, that's the way that it should, should happen. Yeah, and and one more uh, thing just to add on to what you're saying. How cool would it be to maybe be able to go and see some of the old Heroes Guild? I mean, because you get to see some of them in Fable 2, the uh, yeah. Heroes Guild ruins. Go back and see that on a you know around Hero Hill, but also maybe see where they took the same concept and they rebuilt it somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, I mean, just in general, just things of that nature, different towns, different cities, different sites that you know from the game. Maybe you come across the old uh, Balverine Order uh, temple. That would actually be really cool for some mission ideas is uh, maybe there's missing information or things they want you to check out because, you know, you're this great, powerful hero and you you go back to like an old place and bring it to the new place. Yeah. And uh, maybe areas change based on those things you bring back over the things time that you decide that are important versus aren't important yep yeah i would totally be down for things like that um and at the same time again if they don't want to do anything that ties it to the old games i'm perfectly okay with that too i just my things that i truly don't want is i don't i don't want it to move any more modern than it already was i think it had personally stepped a little too far in that direction it already it definitely but, um, did and i want it to take a step I guess sideways into a more back to the roots of it where it's 
meant to be a, a fable, a story, a dark fairy tale yeah. world, and not not so modern, and not really touch too much into what I consider like the fantasy tropes, mm-hmm. uh, because I, I think that's one of the things that made it really unique was the you know kind of Brothers Grimm esque influence on yeah. the original game. Yeah, I mean it definitely jumped forward way too fast it's not even as much that i have an issue with it jumping forward even though i didn't like it it did it so fast yes three games i mean maybe if you were 10 games down the line it's like we need to figure out how to innovate because it is getting a little stale Mm -hmm. but it i mean three games in 550 years and even that fable 2 to fable 3 was a very big involvement from 50 years i would say yeah which lined up to a lot of extent as far as like a timeline goes and i still get why they were doing that i mean albion was supposed to be you know england so they were trying to follow those kind of key moments but i think that it kind of lost what people really loved about it along the way um and again I'm not dogging Fable 3 or Fable 2. I think yeah. Fable 2 is probably the most well-rounded game in the series. And then Fable 3 had some things, and not only is it a beautiful game, but they did some things in that that I really did love. But there were just things that I think they could have yeah. done differently. I think Fable 3 had the best sense of humor. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I bring it up actually quite often. Two of my favorite missions in the entire series are the um, the play and the uh the game yeah the game yeah yeah Yeah, i think the game is at the top or near the top of every fable fans list yeah well it was just it was so tongue-in-cheek and Mm -hmm. you know and it made fun of itself exactly in a lot of ways well yeah i mean it it made reference to uh, what kind of enemy goes down in one shot yeah yeah i mean it's it's beautiful it was just done so well um and that's where they really got things good i'm I'm hoping that playground can really look at, at everything as a whole i mean you know, I don't know what's better. I really don't. I try not to read too much on other people's opinions concerning Fable. Only because... Now, I say that as professional things that you look at, or YouTube videos. Like I said, from the community base, I'd love to hear your thoughts. But I tried, before we go into recording specifically, not to read what other people are thinking. Because yeah. I don't want it to influence my thoughts. So I influence don't know our it's... thoughts or feel like we can't say something that we were already thinking because it seems like we're copying. Exactly. So, you know, I don't know where Playground goes with that. I mean, I think obviously they've had to play I assume the games they've in the past. The games. Yeah. They've had to have. Um, but, you know, I don't know how much they feel the need to do it because they don't want to be influenced away from ideas that they might have. I mean, if if it's not a reboot though they have to be influenced exactly so that's where that's what i'm saying like that's where it's it could go either way it just kind of depends i mean as long as they as long as they keep the key factors you know that make it really just fable feel like fable yeah albion feel like albion you know just as long as they can keep those traditional things they can innovate on whatever they want yeah because i mean Let's be honest, Lionhead innovated their series all the time. Yeah, and, and some and things some, worked and some things didn't. Some things, uh, yeah, not, not a big fan of, but yeah. in some ways you loved them for trying different things. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, is at least they were constantly pushing the game into mm-hmm. different directions. Yeah. I mean, even uh, Fable 1, even though it was the first one in their series, was a 
was very different and inspired a lot of games you see now. Yeah, as I'm really far as I'm their surprised ideas. other games haven't cribbed much from it, just because the series had been dormant for so long. Yeah, I, I just the morality in that game was so different from games that have practiced morality as far as the effect on the character. Yeah, I really don't know why other games haven't taken that know. and run with I, it. I still I think it'd be interesting if they if Playground because they were working on a concept before or they got the Fable IP, because originally they said it was going to be a multi-platform game. Uh, I do think it'd be interesting. I mean, you never know if they were going to make a Fable-like game because Microsoft wasn't. That's just obviously complete speculation, but oh, that it makes you funny. wonder. That would have been you wonder. Yeah. I mean, British studio. Um, we'll see. Yep. That would be yeah. ideal, honestly, is if they were like, well, we don't have Fable, but we want to make something similar. <laughs> I feel like they'd still have to get permission just because they they weren't purchased by Microsoft at the similar. time, but they work so closely with yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. And the Fable MMO rumor all started with, uh, he's a French journalist, I believe, uh, Chrono Triggered, and he properly uh, guessed the entire, or I didn't guess you would say he didn't guess, he had information, he gave the entire um xbox games lineup or from the game showcase event uh he gave it in full detail and then he came out and said that this fable game isn't a traditional fable game it's actually an mmo and that sent a lot of people you know freaking out and worrying which uh sites as windows central said that that wasn't true he said given the accuracy of everything i've been told before i had no doubts uh he came back to me and said it wouldn't be an, a WoW-style MMO, but rather a single-player with MMO elements service, co-op with the question mark. So he didn't really give much detail, but we do get an idea that this is definitely not a traditional MMO. So let's just go ahead and bring up the fact that MMO elements are nothing new to the Fable series. We've seen it in Fable 2 and Fable 3. Um, in case you forgot, there were hero orbs that you could either have on or off and you could hear people within a proximity, uh, if they were in the same region, you could talk to people, trade things, gift, look at their stats, uh, send them a message if they wanted to start a co-op game. I mean, there was a lot of things you could do just by interacting with somebody's orb, which I was honestly one of my favorite features from two and three. And I'd love to see more multiplayer elements or, you know, MMO style elements uh, going forward. But I do think that the orbs are a little bit outdated, wouldn't you say, John? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I don't have quite the same affinity for the orbs that you do. I actually, um, I mean, I thought they were fine. Um, they served their purpose, but it didn't really, I guess trigger anything for me yeah i guess you didn't have the community moments where a bunch of friends would go around dropping uh nasty nuts to each other oh i mean i had some of that and i had things that would unexpectedly show up in my you know gifts or whatever and i mean that was fine it was just that as a feature it didn't really it didn't really just i mean like really i I guess grab me the way that a lot of other things did um i am i mean just kind of segue into it we know that playground's doing this game and uh we're looking at you know kind of some of the features that they have with their series and one of those is the drive avatars 
And that's where I think that the orb system, you know, idea could at least evolve into. If they're able to use that same technology, it would be really great to not see orbs necessarily, but even actual heroes from some of your friends list running around in your world. Yeah, I definitely have mixed opinions on that because obviously it is a cool idea uh, and fable 2 and fable 3 sometimes you could see a lot of orbs which i like because it could help you meet new people but at the same time you definitely don't want a world filled with too many heroes now i would assume that there would be either the proximity style you know thing that we did have with the orbs or it would be something along the lines where it might be you can limit it to your friends list and there's probably going to be a cap of amount of players oh, yeah, at least if this is be. a feature there would be a cap of how many players could be in a uh, a region, let alone the entire world. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I, I think that would be great, especially if they're aiming to do something where they're bringing back the world of heroes, where it's not where we got towards the end of the series, where there just weren't any heroes. Yeah, left. I mean, a lot of it depends on the timeline. We don't know if this is a reboot or what, how a feature like that would fit in. Well, there's also, you know, the possibility that they could bring those heroes into your world and maybe you could hire them as mercenaries. So say that you took them along on a quest with you, you could actually, you know, make use of them to finish that quest and then possibly they could bring back gold or I, I don't loot know that I want experience loot. or anything yeah. like that, but, you know, items from the game. I think that's an interesting concept if they had a place you could go and maybe a few of them were lined up because you could also maybe find someone that fits your play style. Like if you're evil, you'd be like, walk by, see someone with huge horns and be like, man, that guy's done some jacked up stuff. I want him on my team. Yeah, exactly. Things like that. So you could actually use them to help flesh out your world a little bit. Hopefully if they did something like that, they would have some type of a rating system. I get that there would probably be some trolling involved, but that way players could get an idea like, does this person wander off and is no fun or very vulgar on the mic, which you don't care for? Or are they, uh, you know, are they are friendly and they you follow you? Bring them into your game, or are yeah. we still talking about the Drivatar style? Well, you said mercenaries. Yeah, but I mean, you could use AI in that instance. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, they could just carry their skill sets over. That would work too. Yeah, because in that case, then you're looking at flat out co-op, which yeah. is you know another thing that I would actually like to see. I don't think that it's necessary, yeah. but. I guess Um, that would be an interesting way to find people that are looking for co-op. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah. Um, Really, I like both. The same page there. Yeah, I I mean, I guess that's the thing. I like the idea of if you don't want to actually play with people, because there are a lot of people out here, you know, who don't, uh, that you have the option of, hey, you know, Patrick just showed up in my game, so I'm just going to use the shell of him technically to run around and and play a little bit, and it helps make my world feel bigger. But at the same time, yeah, um, if that same instance, you could kind of have the drive guitar style or you do see shadows of your friends in the game, you could just bring them into your world. At, yeah. you know, with uh, the price I, of a I think it'd be great if there was a way that they could be if you can still buy property in the games. Maybe they're one of the renters in that. Not necessarily in the way that they have to pay you for it, but just more of a visual thing than a... So you're saying, like, the heroes actually go on to live in your world in some capacity? Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be great, too. Yeah, that'd be really cool. You walk by, you just kind of see them at the house and, like, hey, follow me. Yeah, and I I think that that's possible. It's just a matter of if they would want to implement that in the game because, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I haven't played one in years, but I know, like, especially when online first really started picking up Steam... 
the pro wrestling games uh, back when would have it where you know someone else's character that they've created would be invading your storyline yeah. randomly. So if they could do that and actually possibly even assign you you know little one-off quests that maybe don't affect the story or something to that effect if it's an evil character maybe they'd try to hit you up for an evil quest if it's good then they'd try to do something that would send you on a a rescue quest or something it would definitely give side quests a unique feel and it would give the game some personality yeah without actually having to affect the main story yes yeah yeah I, i would totally be down with something like that um so co-op wise what do you think uh two or four players or that's really hard to tell because we don't know how large the game is or how their missions are even going to be set up mm-hmm. i mean i mean it really just depends if it's a little bit bigger but still along the lines of the first two then i would say two player but if they have the ability to maybe scale and let's say have more monsters based on how many people are in the game, more enemies and different things. I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be up to four. Yeah, and I think if they do that, it would definitely need to be more expansive. Yeah. Um, you know, traditionally, Fable, while it's... I, I, I always said open region, not open world Yeah. in regards to it, and I think a lot of other people kind of adopted that phrase as well. Um, it's... They, they had big portions of the game, and they had very beautiful portions of the game, but I think in order... And, and, and this is speculation as well. I, I think in order to make it feel more current, I, I would be surprised if they didn't try to make it an open world game. Yeah. Um, maybe some loading, you yeah. know, if you're going into a huge region change, but... A little bit more Skyrim style. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. along those lines, maybe. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are really big on the open world. To me, it really doesn't matter, me as either. long as they have bigger regions. In some ways, actually splitting it up can make it feel larger. Like, I mean, Fable 1 was a much smaller map, but... Even though I don't want to see areas that small, there's no reason for areas that small now. But in Fable 1, for some reason, splitting it up, I know a lot of people thought it was bigger, but it really wasn't no, bigger. No, it's just a, a bunch of, uh, I'd say, medium-sized maps yeah. sewn together. Um, and I'm with you there. I think that's the thing, is part of me wants to be able to... When you have games that have varying regions, and, and we've seen it more. If you look at, uh, if you played the last Red Dead Redemption um, game, they were able to actually make different regions of the map feel like different areas. And I think that's one of the things that Fable did really well, was it gave you a diverse kind of feeling about each area in the game. Yeah. And I would hope that that wouldn't change. Oh. I, I'd really like to see the major contrast. I mean, with Not Whole Glade, you had the rain. With the Hook Coast, you had kind of that stormy area. With Snow Spire, obviously, it was very wintry. Uh, you know, and I mean, then there was the, the spring areas, and later in the games, you had, you know, desert deserted plains oh. and things like that. The crazy thing is, is with uh, Playground's history on the Horizon series, you could maybe get multiples of those in the same region and that's kind of where i'm wondering if they'll use that to help change maybe the you know we had traditionally the the world morphing based off your decisions if you do that then you could do seasons and actually see the changes but at a slower pace instead of all of one trigger at once yep and another interesting idea is world interactions uh the journey had it where a person would randomly show up and you could co-op and finish things together also watchdogs had a little bit of something like that except 
you were more of a, a villain and you could interrupt, which I don't care to see in the Fable series somebody mess up your game. But I do think it'd be interesting as if somebody would be walking the path at the same time, like an area that they would just randomly load in and they could either continue on their path or jump in and help you out if you're getting attacked by a bunch of Wolverines or something. Well, that kind of comes back to the um, idea of the AI drive avatar versus... um, And yeah, I mean, I I think that would actually be pretty cool if that was something they could do. Um, I'm not completely against the idea of someone doing something villainous as long as it doesn't actually affect your game. Yeah, I mean, I guess if it was optional. Yeah. Maybe Uh, maybe they're up on a hill and they push a bunch of rocks in your path. Yeah, I think that would actually be kind of funny if they were able to interact that way. Something simple, but that something that's just more of an inconvenience and less of something that's actually going to. They're just going to keep on killing you while you're trying to accomplish something. I'd be a bit surprised if that was something that they could do. I don't know if we're there yet. No, technologically, but but, um, I mean that would be kind of an. This is a speculation show, so just throw stuff out. Mm Mm-hmm. You've got Hub City listed here. What what do you have in mind for that? I mean, I guess this could just be a one large region with shops and almost kind of like uh, in the second game, people used Bowerstone Market for a lot of times. As th- that was a popular si- uh, city. They would all get in there. That's where somebody might go and be like, oh, I need this certain item because that's where they were the most populated and could maybe find someone that's either willing to give that to them or try to trade something for it. Uh, but in this case, it would be more basically an MMO, MMO city, like a hub town where you would actually see the heroes running around and you could interact with people. Hmm. I think I would want that to be a less story affected city. If you were going to do that, maybe I don't know if you'd siphon that off to an online part or, um, but definitely not something where you're trying to, you know, actually pay attention to what you're doing too strongly, except yeah. for interact. With I mean, it'd features. be hard not to make that area like, let's say that the hero guild is still in the game mm-hmm. or maybe a certain section of the heroes guild. See, and I think that just would be, be perfect. Yeah. yeah. You go into it. It's isolated, but it's like it's a room that's an auditorium that has some stores or courtyard, or things specific like that. Courtyard. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I think that would be great. Yeah, um, and, it, and it would actually make a lot of sense if there still is a heroes guild in this game. Oh, I, I hope there is. I mean, that was one of the things that I felt uh, really lost some of that fable feeling for me over time and i understand why they did it for story purposes but i really liked the idea of having multiple heroes running around i mean uh, for lack of a, a better you know look at it i mean it was kind of like star wars when the jedi were popular you know the further you get and the more of that kind of falling apart as the movies go on you everybody just yearns to have it back where yeah. there's a big order of things so I, I hope that's one of the things they do. I mean, a lot of that will be dependent on timeline or if it is a full reboot. Yeah, I would definitely love to see it. And as a hub area, it would be a perfect fit because it would just make sense. Yep. Yeah. All they'd have to do, I believe, is limit, you know, how many people could be or how many people would show in that area at a yeah. time. And maybe that's where orbs would come into play, where you would have just these, you know, little orbs running around at the same time. I think you could also you know designate certain spots in that area to where hey i need a mercenary to help me through with this quest or something along those lines yep Uh, i noticed you also have community events listed yes yeah i think that this at this point um because i don't want fable to change too much i am just such a fan of the original series but there are so many things that have come along in, in recent years that 
like community events could be great if it's you know the crawler for you know just to to give it something the crawler comes back and everybody has to work together to do certain things complete certain quests and maybe it culminating in a giant battle where everybody has to work against this thing i mean obviously reward yeah yeah oh yeah definitely i mean like you know and it could be something small it could be something big it's you know like a weapon or something to that effect or some special armor just something that you know kind of is a a badge showing that hey yeah i completed this or maybe you do that you add it to your stats you get Mm -hmm. like a literal badge that goes on your gamer tag you know in association with the game um, but at the same time, if you don't want to do any of that, it doesn't take away from your game. Yeah, you don't lose anything. Exactly, yeah. Because the thing is, is I, I think this would definitely have to be something that would fall under like a side quest type idea because I don't, again, I don't want it to lose the narrative of a good story within the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when we're speculating this, believe us, we're talking about something on addition to a full single-player title. Yes, yeah, yeah. Not to be the primary focus, but just a kind of a bonus feature of the game. Exactly. So now we're going to focus a little bit more on the multiplayer aspect outside of co-op. I mean, there's a lot of interesting routes this could go. I'm sure many people would hate it, but I think that they're interesting and worth discussing. Um, Do you have any ideas of, like, how maybe a versus mode would work? Oh, well, I mean, like, there's definitely things that you could do. Um, I mean, there's been multiple things within games for, I mean, 10 plus years now that, you know, if you didn't want to go into a full battle of heroes, which I don't know if I would want, um, you know... A lot of it really depends on how the combat's going to be in this game. Exactly. But, uh, you know, like Saints Row, I believe, had some endgame events where you... It was basically just who could take each other out, that kind of thing. Yeah. And it could be a race. It could be, uh, you know, you're using missile, missile launchers or... Even, um, I think, Red Dead, you can challenge each other to fights, can't you? Yeah. Yeah, and it's just kind of like a, a quick kind ooh, of game Ooh, a fight like club. Yeah. yeah. Oh, ooh, fight club would be really good yeah, for that, actually. Yeah, fight club would be really good. Yeah, because yeah. um, that's it's one of the features that we both kind of wish would come back from Fable the Lost Chapters yeah. was in each town there was a you know a fight circle that would come out at midnight, men's fight club. I mean, it could um, even be something like a, like a shoot-off with uh, objects in an air, and you know, you have your bows or whatever they have in this timeline. And, yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that um, things like that could be really fun. Um, you know, and that's where I think stats could come into play, too, if they wanted to bring those back. Uh, Fable 3, you know, literally kept track of everything down to the amount of STDs you might pick up yeah. along the way. So it would be neat to be able to compare, oh, I've killed, you know, five Balverines. Patrick's killed 100. What has he yeah. been doing? You know, Just killing like Balverines. I haven't progressed in the story whatsoever. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but a quick sidestep. What do you think about the idea of, and I, I'm not personally for it, but would you be open to a, like a, an idea of something like Grand Theft Auto, what was it, 4, 5, 5. Grand Theft Auto 5 now has it where it's, you have your campaign, you do your campaign that is specifically for you, there's a whole story to go along with it, you've got the open world, you've got full fleshed out characters, um, and then there's Grand Theft Auto Online, which is completely separate, in which yeah. case it basically is an MMO at this point. Yeah, I mean, well, that one got way off track, and I definitely wouldn't want something like that for Fable. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, yeah. to where yeah. you're basically leaving the idea of the core game. Yeah. Yeah, but I understand that. I- you know, 16 players on a map. 
I don't have an issue with that. You could, I have a few things written down. I mean, you could join up and do a co- like maybe a four player, six player co op dungeon mm-hmm. that you could go through. Once again, this is dependent on we don't fully understand the combat. Yeah, as well, of this we don't time. we don't know anything about the game. But yeah, I, I like the idea of an uh, an RDR online style. And actually, to go back to the um, oh, like the verses. I actually thought of an interesting way that that could work. Like if you're going through, let's say there's missions and it's like, well, do you go good or evil? Cause you got a group of six people. Mm-hmm. Let's say, let's say two of them want to go evil. Four of them want to go good at the end of it. You just fight. Oh, that would be neat. Yeah. Like if someone wants to kill the traitors and someone else wants to let them live and, Everything. Like that's, that's the decision that Fight has them to out. be made. Fight it out. Whoever wins, that's the way the, the mission ends. Yep. That could be interesting. Um, it, it also just occurred to me, and I can't believe I didn't think about it before this, do you have any desire for a, um, you know, uh, Battle Royale-style no. <laughs> multiplayer for no. Fable? The only reason I that mean, I'm I like, guess it depends hmm, on the combat, yeah, so the I combat can't fully say it, no. It could but... be neat, but at the same time, it's not something that I'm clamoring for. In no, I, I think I'd much rather have an RDR style with maybe some storyline elements. So between the two, what we've discussed already, would you rather it be um, the style of Red Dead Redemption, where you have your online completely separate and you have your campaign completely separate, or would you like something more in the lines of what we kind of started the show with, with it being more of a hybrid of the two combined. I, into I one think thing. I would go with the first one okay. being, being a bit more of a hybrid, but I wouldn't mind both depending on how they did it. Cause I, even though because of the morality base, there's reasons I've always jumped back into the fables, but, and other games haven't done it as well. But I mean, who, who wouldn't want a fable that can or cannot be played with friends on top of a great story that, the content is so good, you just keep coming back and there's more content. I know that's a bit of a stretch for what we've seen, but this is a fun speculation show. I would I would love it. Yeah, I, I think that's my thing. Like, given the choice between the two, because, and I, I think a lot of it just depends on, you know, the style of game. For me, Red Dead Redemption, where I, I make my own character and I run around in the same world that, you know, Arthur does from the main story, uh, is great and that's fine and it's perfect for me and I enjoy that. But for Fable, I I think I'd like to be my hero. Yeah, like, I definitely because you're already allowed to. You don't have a preset character. They're not mm-hmm. at least traditionally they have not just told your story, with the exception of Fable Three a little bit where you had a little less um, kind of nuances with that. I prefer being able to put myself into a role-playing game character so it feels like it's me throughout the story, even though, of course, this is a giant, you know, fairy tale-based world. I, I would still like to be able to take that into my online so it feels like everything I'm doing, I'm still that same character. Yeah. Yeah. The division yeah. between the two doesn't doesn't necessarily appeal to me for this franchise, but I wouldn't be totally against it at the same time. I just, I guess with the RDR style, I just think it'd be cool to revisit areas, but in a different way than you did before. Like, I'm going to assume that there's going to be an arena in this game, like there was in all the previous main, well, main series titles. And I would give you your versus mode too. Yeah, I mean, it it could be versus, it could be co-op, you know, four heroes go in, battle to the death. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of ways they could go that. They could go PvP, PvE, a little blend of both. Yeah, I think they could do it both ways. 
Um, you know, and of course the game's not going to be able to do all of these things. We're not speculating that they will. These are just things that we're, you know, thinking that could be incorporated if they wanted to concentrate on trying to incorporate them. So, you know, with the time that we have left, Patrick, why don't you pitch me, if you were to have this MMO or co-op style game, what is your ideal? What are the things that you would love to have and realistically get in there? Realistically? Ooh. (laughs) <laughs> okay get, uh just if, if you go way out there with something go ahead okay. and say this yeah. would be you know way okay. out there you know I, I think i would love uh as far as the single player goes having the drive a drive a tar style over the hub city mm-hmm. personally um one thing i i hope doesn't go go away is i like being able to just give somebody money you see somebody working blacksmithing or whatever grinding it out and being like hey you want money yeah okay well here's two hundred thousand gold i don't need i guess maybe to do that there would need to be an indicator over if you were seeing a drivatar versus an actual person yeah which they could do that by you know i guess designating an aura if I, I assume that they would ha- like a hero would have a more specific look that you would just recognize over an npc no, 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 but I'm saying, like, if it's, uh, you know, because when you're playing games like Forza, the drive tars, the cars just look like cars, yeah. right? Yeah. But you do know that it's not the actual people playing. Yeah. If you're going to have random ones, I guess oh, you, yeah. maybe you would do something where it's, like, maybe they're shadowed in green, and if they're the drive or more ghostly version, looking. it would be, yeah, something along those lines, yeah. or, or shadow them in blue, something to that effect. Yeah. So you know it's like, oh, this is a real person. I guess that's my main thing with the Drivatar style, is, like, I wouldn't want to lose that note, seeing where people are, because it was kind of fun seeing somebody doing the exact same thing as you were doing. Even in Fable 2, when I played through recently... Somebody I could tell was in Wraith Marsh doing the exact same thing, fighting the same troll at the same time, and we just went through there and got to Bloodstone together. And thinking about that over 10 years later was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you could do that and actually see the their avatar, um, that would be pretty neat, I think. Yeah. Even if they had to do like a generic-looking one for people who aren't your friends, maybe yeah. something along those lines, that would be neat. Yeah. What else? Um, well, as far as, I guess if they were going to do a little bit more of a multiplayer style, I, I just love the idea of a, like a red dead style world where there's so many people in your world. You can join up and do, uh, dungeons or just really whatever you want. Just goof around with friends as heroes. Okay. I know a lot of people probably will disagree with me on that but i i think that'd be fun and i love the idea of the community events yeah yeah and i think that's that's my thing is um to kind of pivot to the things that i would want out of it that would be mmo style is i definitely i mean everything that we've speculated on the drivatar uh heroes i'm i'm 100 down with i love the idea just love the idea of seeing other heroes it seems around. very realistic yeah too. because you'd get the ones from the campaign in my mind that would you know have the personality and they'd have those stories and you would have those bonds with those characters but at the same time if you know bob who i work with jumps on and he's got you know a pudgy little avatar running around and it's you can definitely tell and hopefully be able to see from you know our personalities not just well i want it to look cool but i mean see the differences you know and what uh the decisions you make and the effects on that character 
and you're like, oh, you know, Bob's got a dark side. Yep. This guy must have killed a lot of people. Yep. And to see that person running around, even though they're not playing the game, but you know they exist in your same world, would be kind of neat. Oh, yeah. And, and I great. like your idea uh, that you speculated that maybe they get designated a home and that, you know, if you go to, you know, Ashenville, that Bob's going to have his little hut there that's barren and you wonder why it, his character would stay there and occasionally it comes out and it says hey I need you to go kill all of these uh, traders down at the trading post and you're yep. like I'm not doing that Bob because yeah, he's jerk. evil yeah no I think yeah. that's great I, I really like that idea I don't know if it's possible we don't make games but I think something like that would be or neat. it'd be worth the, the time even right but it would give your game personality and the thing is is Lionhead did something similar to that in uh, Fable 3 where you could there was a little online mini game yeah you could create a villager yeah and you could no. create a villager and that villager would have certain personalities and characteristics I ended up not liking my villager very much she no, was very like um, very demanding but still she had a home she lived in the village you know and i was like oh cool this is something custom that's yep. only in my game and they gave you two separate missions based on if they were good or evil exactly yes so i mean like i i think that it could be done with yep. a possible you know drive avatar version they wouldn't even need like to that. have a home maybe one day they're sitting on you know and just assuming Bowerstone Market under the clock tower, and they're like, hey, you know, get your attention. I mean, and there's a lot the of That's the thing that fascinates me the most, is, is instances like that. Yeah. Um, beyond that, uh, the Hub City, I, I could see working out really well. I think that that's a neat idea. I love the idea that you pitched about the arena being a place where you could actually go and have some PvE. I'm not a big PV, or I'm sorry, PvP. I'm not a big PvP person. Yeah. But, you know, to have that segmented off to an area where you can go to, that would be pretty neat. I yeah. like that idea. Uh, especially, you know, if you get the gusto to get a team of people to go head to head, that would be kind of um, interesting to see how that would work out. Um, and that could be even just competitive, taking on other enemies. Yep. Um, Again, uh, one of the things I brought up was the community events. I really, I think that that would be cool because Fable lore is just ridden with, you know, these three heroes rose up to take on this giant thing. Yep. And I think that that would be really neat to, like, I don't want it all the time. I don't want it always going and I don't want it to affect my game necessarily. But I do want to, you know, I mean, I guess that's the other thing. That's where you would have to maybe not whole glade or not whole island i guess at this point you know for lack of a better comparison like maybe that's where you have to go to access the you know event so that it's not actually taking place it's not something you see in the distance as you're trying to have your own personal campaign yeah. um i don't love the idea of there being a separate world like red dead style uh personally i mean i i love those kind of games uh, especially red dead or you know and grand theft auto's fun to run around with your friends on and i wouldn't be totally against it but if i'm choosing between the two i would definitely prefer that everything happens happens within your world so it feels like a living breathing place mm -hmm. um and at this point we just don't know there's so many questions that we still have as to what are they doing with the game uh what time frame what or i guess a uh, place within the timeline is it going to be is it going to be something completely new i mean we don't know these details on top of we don't know what they're going to be able to do that they're capable with the xbox series x in comparison i mean this is kind of unknown territory at the moment as far as what are they actually yeah. able to implement well yeah i mean between the technology and the fact if you want to think about previous fable games which i think fable 3 was around 80 people and this one 
I don't know how many people they have right now, but I do know that they want to get up to around 200 employees. So there's a lot more that can be done there for sure. Well, and then um, I didn't think about this earlier, but we recently found out that Halo multiplayer is going to be uh, free to play. Yeah. Do you foresee anything like that for Fable? Is that something you would want for Fable? I don't foresee it, but then again, I don't, I don't see the Red Dead world or much of anything like that. I guess it wouldn't surprise me, but there's a lot of questions right now because they're being very weird with the whole Xbox Live setup. There's mm-hmm. a lot of secrets around it. Like, I don't know if a lot of people think it's going away. I'm not convinced considering how many subscribers they have for Xbox Live. Even compared to Game Pass, it's it's there's way more subscribers to Xbox Live. Well, and but there are signs that it is lower the price and roll it all into one big ball. Yeah, you know, I mean so that's, that's kind of what they did with Ultimate. Yes. I get that there's more in there, but if they lower the price of Ultimate, say to you're paying two dollars more than you're paying for Xbox Live, I don't know how the math checks out on that, but they might find that it's justifiable. Oh. I mean, both Xbox Live and the lower-end Game Pass are $10, so they might just roll it over and count it good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's something that we could see. There's so many questions right now, and obviously we don't have much to speculate on, just a trailer that was CG in the first place. But yeah. it's just, there are rumors swirling, and that's kind of why we wanted to get into this stuff. And speculation's fun. Yeah, yeah, obviously. I mean, like, I'm trying to keep it as realistic or as grounded in things that I think they could implement. Yeah. Do I think they could implement all of them? No. Do I think that they could implement quite a few of them, or at least to some degree? Yeah, I, 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 I think do. everything here can be implemented, just not all together in a package. Right, right. And and the main thing that I don't want to lose with this MMO style is it has to be, you know, fable. At the end yeah. of the day, it still has to mm-hmm. be fable. It has to have the fun story that's a little dark, uh, sometimes a lot of dark, and then but also can bounce into something funny. There has to be characters and regions, and I guess that's the main thing. We don't want to lose Albion over this. No. You know, no. Uh, there's just so many things they can do. They need to get the things they need to get right first. Yep. And then that's when they, you know, start adding the bells and whistles, take some risks, take, you know, look at things that they think will work. And obviously, the people behind this are tremendously smarter than we are mm-hmm. as far as what they, I mean, they probably have ideas that we haven't even thought about. Yeah. So. I'm anxious. Well, and one thing to include is they wanted to make a fantasy game even before they got the rights to make Fable. Right. So there's there's got to be probably some whatever they were making in there things that they were wanting to do that they think that they could do differently yeah. than everybody else. Yeah. We'd like to give a special thanks to those who helped contribute to the show. Zero XP logo was designed by Jameson Johns. You can find him at behance.net forward slash Jameson Johns. Music by Odd Reference. You can find him at facebook.com forward slash odd.reference. Be sure to like, subscribe, rate, or review on your podcast service of choice. If you're on the YouTube, please like and subscribe. If you have any comments, questions, or constructive criticism, you can contact us at 0xppodcast on Twitter or email us at 0xppodcast at gmail.com. If you're on YouTube, be sure to leave a comment. We respond to all of them. And a quick thank you to the people who have inspired us to do this show. Thank you, Dean. Thank you, Damien. Thank you, Mike. 
Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Ted. And until next time, stay safe out there. Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye. More Fable info, please. Bye-bye. <laughs>